Welcome to Podball, the highest podcast in the world. If you didn't download our game Urban Ball, go in the description below. Anyway, the guest of today is Nasser Al-Nayadi. And this guy is the bravest man on the whole Middle East. He can do everything. He can do play paddle, he can play football, but also he's doing the craziest skydive. Let's check it out on the episode of today. What time is it? It's ball time. Brrrah. Guys, welcome to Podball, the highest podcast in the world. Sam, Nasser, how are you guys? I'm good, thank you for having me again. It's a pleasure to be here with yourself, Sean, and Nasser, a legend in Dubai itself. Thank you so much, thank you. Thank you, and uh, nice to see you again, and to meet you again, and uh, a new challenge. Yeah, a new yeah, challenge. <laughs> I arrived in Dubai four years ago, and you were one of the first to invite me to play football. Yes. And it was amazing. I play with you, it was like different people from different backgrounds, different nationality. It was so competitive because usually, you know, when we play those kind of game, you know, it's after 10 minutes, nothing happened. You're right. But I remember like it was already 80 minutes. Yes. And one of you guys, I dribble and I, I lose the ball. He like, hey, Sian, pass the ball. I was yeah. like, okay, this is the World Cup right here. Yeah, because I, I don't want to lose, you know. Yeah, like yes. And uh, believe me, when, uh, when I lose, the time with me, it will be not finished until tomorrow. <laughs> I <Yeah>. will play. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> My pleasure, sir. So you come from uh, here, UAE. You are uh, a huge uh, inspiration here. You actually, you are the most, uh, you, you write all the time in your Instagram, I say, be awesome. Yeah, be awesome. What, where that come from? Uh, actually, I, I choose this word uh, to be patient, to be like, uh, I, I, I want to also put some uh, words, be Asian, uh, be awesome and uh, be happy. Okay, this is make me uh, like uh, more active in the, in the life. Uh, I try to do something, uh, people who can see what I do and uh, like uh, uh, just, uh, you know, I, I, have, I have goal. I don't want to be like uh, just uh, sitting and uh, uh, wait for uh, for something. I I want to be active, you know. I want to play football. I want to do like extreme sport. Uh, that's it. You do everything. Eh? This guy can do everything, Tam. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, try. he but makes me feel like an old man every time I see him flying in the sky, yeah. underwater. God knows, <laughs> maybe on that moon he will be sunbathing one day. I don't know what he's gonna do next. Yeah. Where did this inspiration come from? Because talking about Dubai. 30, 40 years ago, yes. you told me it was not like that at all. And you're doing extreme sport. That's, that's not fit to a city where it's like only the sun was there, right? How yeah. that, that's where did that come from? Like how you get into those kind of sports? Actually, um, uh, uh, before a long time ago, when I born, I born in the desert uh, with a camel, with a, I learn, I go to the school and back to my home, no electric. This is uh, like this life uh, when I see now uh, make me more strong. And I want to say also again, thanks to God and thanks to my uh, parents. To, uh, to uh, like I learn a lot from them. Uh, and uh, thanks to God to be here in Dubai right now. And uh, so you, you went into a different life back then, you know, no electricity. Right. Then where was the first time you see someone jump from a building or what give you the inspiration to do some stuff like that? Actually, uh, uh, it was a competition here in UAE, uh, World Cup for skydive. And 
when I saw the people jump from the airplane, I say, oh, come on, this is my goal. And uh, really, really, uh, I try uh, many years to, to reach uh, uh, this uh, sport. And thanks God, uh, alhamdulillah, I reached this uh, sport and I was a uh, uh, competitor and nationality team. And I, after that, I will be commander. And uh, I had a project, Skydive Dubai. Uh, I show my uh, boss, uh, His Highness uh, Sheikh Hamdan. Uh, he support me a lot. He support this sport. Uh, and now you see like uh, Skydive Dubai, uh, yeah, the best uh, skydive club in the world because we have uh, like uh, academy for, uh, for students in the desert and the Ain Highway. Uh, this is the best uh, and uh, big uh, academy for skydive. Wow. Yeah. Damn, did you try to skydive? Honestly, I'm too heavy by purpose. <laughs> so when people see why am I fat, it's because I don't want to skydive. But I went to the facility near the desert, the training, the tube. Yes, the uh, indoor. tunnel. Yeah. yeah, and it was one of the best feelings ever. It's crazy how strong that wind is. Yes. And how you have to be in good positioning and uh, your hands to your head, your neck, everything. It's really, but I enjoyed it. It's like wrestling. You have to have a good base yeah. and your body structure and your heavy, heavy kind of base. But uh, I, it's martial art, really inspirational to hear his story because one thing in life, when you come to UAE or around the world, when people become successful, they become arrogant, they forget their roots. Right. And why I like you is because you always re remind yourself that God helped everything and your parents. And I think that's important in business and life, in all sport, to be, remain humble. Then you'll always be successful because the ones who become a bit complacent and arrogant are the ones who lose their position of number one because they get comfortable in the silk sheets, we call it. You know, it's hard to get out of bed for a run in the morning in silk sheets. It's an old saying. So when you remain humble, you remain hungry and your business will always be successful, in my opinion, you know? Right. It's very important. That's uh, also the evolution of Dubai. Yeah. You know, because like this city evolved a lot, like people in Europe, they, they still talk to me about Dubai, like how, how what's um, the development in Dubai for you from a desert to this extreme city? Uh, actually, first, again, I have to say thanks for my God and thanks, uh, thanks for my government, because, because uh, sure, this is not uh, uh, coming, uh, like the, it's, it's, it's coming by plan. You know, uh, step by step, uh, and uh, Alhamdulillah, and thanks God, uh, we have amazing, amazing uh, government. You're a sport lover. You told me like you do every type of sport. Yes. But your favorite is uh, football. Football, 100%. Yes. Is a football uh, yeah. mad. What's the plan of Dubai for sports in general? Uh, actually, uh, like you see, the uh, Dubai and government. Uh, try uh, support all the sport uh, here in Dubai and uh, also in the winter time we have good weather uh, we have uh, good facility for the sport uh, I told you before this uh, meeting uh, I had a dream to have a big stadium uh, stadium in, in the ocean uh, I think this is not impossible here in Dubai uh, inshallah okay uh, you heard it here first guys There'll be a stadium in the sea one day and you heard it here on Podball. Yeah. Mark my words, don't be surprised. In the next six to ten years, you'll see that happen. If you make it happen, I want to be the first to play with you the game and get my revenge. Because I, you st I still own some game from you, right? Inshallah, yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> you play with me, Tam, or? Yeah, just to be there, I'll play with you. Yeah. Which yeah. position do you play? 
Uh, centre midfield, but I'll be like a brick wall, so anyone gets past me, you know? Yeah, I can. Okay. <laughs> I'll make sure they don't play the second half in case they're winning. Yeah. I think you will get the red cards <laughs> yeah. fast. We have to have a referee paid by us. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Sorry, I want to go back on the point you said regarding Dubai's change from the desert to uh, what it is now. I think that's testimony also, not only from God, but also the rulers and their leadership here of Sheikh Mohammed. I think vision is very important because I just came from, I was recently in Saudi as well as Qatar for the World Cup. Both amazing cities, great leadership. But one thing I noticed, you can have all the money in the world, all the resources. But if you don't have a great leader with vision who has that idea, this is all from that. Because Qatar is a beautiful country with a lot of money and successful, but it's not Dubai. And I'm not disrespecting any country, but when you come to Dubai, I can't, I can't explain. Once you live here, it spoils you. You cannot go anywhere else from service in restaurants to hotels to the structure of the roads to, as we see where we are, the palm, the, the sea, the boats, the skyline, the malls, the facilities of sport. There's no place like it. And this is only new. Imagine in the 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, I think Dubai is the modern day society. And I think we will be called the West soon. And the, we'll see the, the West is a third world. In my opinion, I think there's no place like it, and this is all due to the leadership of Sheikh Mohammed and uh, Mohammed bin Zayed of the Nakhyan family and uh, Abu Dhabi. I think it's testimony to their vision and what they've done because they really are a city for the people. And you can see everyone's got a smile on their face from Emiratis to expats. And I think it's only growing. It gives us opportunities to be here. So I think it's, it's testimony to the leadership. Yeah, and right. also the, the fact every everybody is open mind. Yeah, yeah. And right. also the fact we meet so many people from different backgrounds, so we inspired each other. Yeah. So it's a melting pot here with so people people with good energy. For me it was the same, you know, in, in France, like doing street football was a bit the same. And when I arrived here, that's how I came up with this idea. Meeting people like yeah. Tolly and say, okay, let's let's build the sport to a new level. Then uh, we can build a court one on one in the top of Dubai. And we cannot do that everywhere. But Still in Europe, I will say there is people who don't see Dubai or, or even like the Middle East as it is. They, like I will tell you about a personal experience. I bring my parents the first time this year in Dubai. And you know, they, they, they are the type of people who are shy, staying in the same city, never travel, never yeah, took yeah. the flight at all. Like totally inverse at me. You know, I could, when I could uh, go out of my home, I did it. But my parents never fly in, in their life. I had to make their passport. I have to explain like the way to come here. You know, I, it was just crazy. And when they came back, they, they told me like it was the best experience of my life. And uh, even my father was shocked by like the roads, how people are polite, yeah. the activities, safety. the weather, the safety. Yeah, this is very important, the safety. You know, um, uh, two years ago, it was a little bit windy, and my uh, gate in my home, it's broken. And, and one year, I'm not fixed the, 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 the gate, but it's safe. All my car, the key inside. But I know it's classic. Where do you live, brother? Can you just give us the address? And, uh... <laughs> no, I'm joking. This, this is London. This is London, I'm guys. Can we tell just Google it. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> Google it. Um, uh, Majlis uh, Nasser yeah. Niadi, you will find my yeah. home. No, for sure. Anytime. Like, uh, he's spot on. Safety is a big key. Yeah. I'm a father of kids and daughters. So when you're selling a place, you need somewhere safe for your children. Right. If you go to London, which is my birth home, you cannot even wear a watch. Nice trainers. You have your bag or phone here. You can look to the right for five seconds. It's gone. Did you know uh, Raheem Sterling got robbed yeah. yesterday and he had to leave the World Cup? 
yeah. to go to, to London. Yeah, because his home was uh, yes. invaded. Imagine a celebrity who's probably got cameras, lives in a nice area. They, they target rich people. And I think the safety here is such a key because women, children, my wife can drive anytime, anywhere. I don't get nervous. My kids run around in the mall. I, I meet them an hour later. In UK, you cannot do this. Kidnappings, uh, other dirty crimes. So again, this is testimony to the place. And back to what you're saying, the Europeans' perception of Dubai is only through a minority of tabloids and negative right-wingers who are just jealous of the Arab Muslim world. That's unfortunately, it's a political thing. They never thought Arabs and Muslims will prosper like this. They think they want to keep the Arabs and Muslims barefoot in the desert, which we don't mind anyway, but this again, it's just a political thing. But now I think the more people are opening their eyes, social media, people like Nasser and His Highness Sheikh Hamdan, with their, with their social media and their sport and influence, celebrities like Will Smith and Steve Harvey promoting it. So I think no one can stop the train and they can say as much bad things as they want, but with the World Cup in Qatar, I think Dubai's become the hub for the World Cup, to be honest. Yes. People are, the games are there, but everyone's here. We were in a fan zone last night and it's just crazy atmosphere. So there'll always be negativity with everything, which is good. You could be Michael Jackson, they'll say something bad. Ronaldo, Zidane, you know? So this is part of the game. When you're number one, you have to expect the bad press. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Who is your favorite team for the World Cup? Actually, I support all the team. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy to, uh, to see and to watch the strong team. Uh, but my favorite team is Argentina. Ah, classic. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You... But also France, it's a strong team. Yes. Brazil. Yes. Brazil, like, who's on the bench more stronger than the, who's on the, the field. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I, you support Argentina? Si. And you think who will win? Uh, <coughs> England. <again>. Argentina. <laughs> you, you're happy because yesterday England qualified, huh? 3-0, yeah. 3-0. Yeah. 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 So we're going to face That's off good. next round, France versus England. Guys, listen, let's do a little... I don't believe in betting, I'm a Muslim, but if France win, I've got to do whatever he says, like a, a challenge. And if England wins, he has to do a challenge with me. Yeah. No so, problem. We'll think of an idea and then we'll do it live on the podcast. No problem. Okay. Pleasure. I'm super confident, Kilian, my man. I trust you. Don't worry. You know, I know you. you for you, France, it's uh, okay, but you, you really scare about uh, Kilian. I know. No, no, listen. I, I know, I know that. They, there's an old saying, it's coming home. <laughs> this year. But home, he's never been there. That's what I don't understand. He's coming home, but what? You, you think uh, football is born in the UK? Well, if you look at Google, it was. Okay, uh, why they call... Uh, uh, in, um, in America, they call uh, soccer. soccer. Yeah. Uh, in the uh, UK, football, football, right? But why the uh, US call uh, soccer? You know, uh, because maybe no, Because maybe long socks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe long socks. Long you know, that's the question of life. Yeah. Why Americans act in a certain way, we will never know. But because they've got football, NFL, yeah. so that came later. They want to claim that name. Yeah. And uh, they'll probably be too arrogant too. I don't understand why NFL is called football when you're throwing the ball rather than kicking. So I don't know. We'll have to get an American yeah, I, guest I, and ask them I sometime. Think we never have the, the, the answer for that. Yeah. And it's so embarrassing because when we go to the US and we have to do an interview or something like that, you know, you, you try to push yourself to say football, but half of the people don't understand what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you have to say soccer in a way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. I really, really, I'm happy about uh, 
Qatar who uh, like uh, have this uh, World Cup. Yeah. Uh, really, really, I'm happy. Uh, they did a great job. Uh, and also, I'm happy about the Asian team, like uh, Japan and also uh, Korea. Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm so happy. And Morocco. Moroccan. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, I think yeah, it's amazing to have a World Cup yeah. in the Middle East, yeah. Arab country, and also to see so many underdogs. Germany out, Japan through, things like this, Senegal, I think it's amazing. I love to see, like you said, sport where the underdog has a chance. Yeah. England's kind of an underdog, so, you know, France are always it's the coming favorites. home or is an underdog? We it's coming know. home. Yeah, coming okay. It's, yeah. it's been gone for since 1966. Yeah, yeah. It's about time it returns. Yeah, yeah. Has to be, but has yeah, to be, also, yeah. I love Argentina because my favorite player of all time is Maradona. So I always have an attachment purely because of Maradona. He was, for me, the greatest player that ever lived. So, also, I'd like to see Ronaldo win, Portugal, yeah. because of what he's having the stress yeah. with Manchester United. I'd love to see Ronaldo, but France, no. <laughs> Enough of Sean every day, you know? Like, then you want France to win, he'll never stop talking. Uh, no, I'm not like that. <laughs> I never show, but I will be happy to win uh, the second time. France, I, I wish uh, uh, Benzema. Uh, yeah. Really, really. Um, uh, he's a good friend. Uh, Mine, but uh, I want to see him in World Cup because he did uh, amazing in uh, yeah. uh, Europe and. Uh, I think he league. was the player of the year, the Ballon Ballon d'Or. Yeah, Ballon d'Or. So yeah. this Ballon is uh, <laughs> Ballon d'Or. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I feel sorry for him. Imagine, I mean, for every player, this is the dream. Yeah. To be in the World Cup and to find out just before you cannot go must be heartbreaking for someone. Yeah, but it's a super contradiction uh, situation. I don't know if you hear about that. You know, he had some problem, private problem. Uh, so he was banned from the national team for five years. Yeah, I know that. And after that, uh, you know, Giroud started to take on and score many goals. And when Giroud was in, the Didier didn't want to take Benzema. Then one day he, he, he chose to bring Benzema back. So Benzema started to play in the 11. And uh, after uh, Giroud was mad, yeah. so it, they make some. Uh, so you, some it maybe it's maybe politics. You think it, it's it's super hard. I think now it's a bit done. You know, it's it's a bit okay between all of them. But it took like maybe seven years to solve the problem. And uh, even though now Giroud broke the record of Thierry Henry, he just scores 52 goals. And uh, so it's always like if Benzema come now in the World Cup, who will play? Who do you take? You put Benzema and you put uh, Giroud on the bench or you yeah. keep Giroud? I, I think Benzema. Benzema. Giroud is a goal scorer, but he's not a game changer like Benzema. He can change a game. You're right. Until last second. Yeah. He that's game. very important, in, a, in, in especially in the World Cup. Okay, Giroud is always deep and gets those goals like like Ronaldo, in a way. He, he's a goal scorer, but you need a game changer. Benzema, he's a kind of guy, if the game's going bad, he can change it with a bit of brilliance. That's imp in the World Cup, that little bit of brilliance is what changes winners to the losers, in my opinion. Especially in the game like uh, France versus uh, England. Mm. That type of game, you need player like Benzema. You need a, you yeah. need a, you need a superstar where the English fear. Right. And I don't believe you have that f superstar like you had Zizou in the old days. English will say, you know what, we can give them, give them a good go. Marcus Rashford, the young, young guys, they're hungry. They'll say, we don't respect them. When there's a Benzema or a Zidane or a Ronaldo or Messi, there's a bit of awe. You're in awe of them. Yeah. That's the difference. So I think it's an advantage to England. Nothing to lose. Young guys. Who knows? Yeah, you're right. Who is the next uh, Zidane or Messi or Ronaldo from the for, from the young generation? After you. I, I don't see. It's hard to say, you know. Uh, so far, I haven't seen anyone 
who's caught my attention like that. There's one young Brazilian I saw who scored this goal. There's one guy playing. I think yeah, um, Richard, Richard Litson. Maybe Richard Litson. Yeah, yeah. there's one guy there, but no one who's grabbed no. my attention where I'm like. Uh, you don't want to say Mbappe. Eh? I'm not going to say why no, I don't want to say Mbappe. Uh, I He's, know, I know. You know why? Why? I just saw some weird press about him. Yeah. Ah, and, it, and, that's it, and this put me off. I'm being honest. Yeah. Me, it, it's just weird for me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he, yesterday he was amazing. But, you know, I think uh, for me, there's never going to be another Maradona. Yeah. I don't care who comes, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and Zidane, there will never be another. Yeah, and, Zidane. I mean. Yeah, the greatest. And obviously, uh, our condolences for Pele. He's in a bad state. You know, imagine Pele, Brazil win the World Cup and in respect for Pele because he's in his last days. So it's an amazing World Cup, but uh, I don't really, I don't see another Cristiano or Messi from what I've witnessed, but you'll know better. But I don't know who that French guy is. I don't know. You don't know, you know? <laughs> but, uh, from this stage, I want to like pray for, uh, uh, for Pele because I think he's in a uh, yeah. bad situation. Yeah. Uh, I wish he would be yeah. good, inshallah. We hope at least he's... Yeah. He survives to see Brazil. It'll be a great Cinderella story if Brazil uh, lift the cup in tribute to Pele. That will be amazing too. Yeah, for sure. And I think also the fact um, Neymar has a special relation with, uh, with Pele. He played for Santos. Yeah. So yeah. there is all this story going on. And I think it's, it could be great as well for Brazil. And Brazil is one of the favorites. Uh, so they have chance yeah, to. Yeah. Uh, sure. But for me, when you told me, uh, when you have a football match and bring Neymar with you, I say, no, sorry. Really? So, yeah. Because he holds the ball too much and he <laughs> fall down too much. Who's this? Uh, he will not like, you don't like to I play don't with like Neymar. No. Okay. no, sorry guys. Okay. I don't know, yeah. I'm on. Last cut. Uh. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. That's it's good. Fine. It's fine. But no, it's good. No, everybody so Neymar, your next podcast uh, episode's cancelled. <laughs> I'm joking, yeah. So he, he sh Neymar should play the one-on-one, -on -one, so you don't need to play to pass the ball. Mm. Perfect for him, right? Yeah. So if you have to play, two, you have to make a, organize a fight, because we call it that urban ball fight. Mm -hmm. It's the one-on-one -on -one pitch, you know, uh, with a goalkeeper. If you have to organize the best fight ever with the best player, who do you bring here? No, Messi, sure. Messi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you, um, what do you saw? Of, uh, I mean, what you see? Uh, uh, what he did, Messi? What he did? No player he can do. Really? When I uh, compare with another player, I I keep the Messi a little bit uh, out of the uh, circle. Really, really? Do you think uh, Messi is better than Maradona? No. No, no, Mar no yeah. Maradona. For no, me, I'll say stuff for life. You say that. Yeah, 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 for life. <laughs> no, for me, I agree. They're very good, but do you not agree? You have to win a World Cup to be called the goat. Yeah. In my opinion, if you don't win the World Cup, you can never be called the goat. Yeah. The goat to the viewers is greatest right. of all time. But end of the day, this is like uh, teamwork. Yeah. Yes, you know. It's, it's teamwork, teamwork too. But I think Maradona was a one man leading. What he did in '86. Yeah. '82, they fouled him out. In '90, he went to the final. He was always always only, close. Yeah. Always close. Germans beat him with penalty, but one man would change the game. Messi was yeah. in the final as well. Messi was in the final as well. Yeah, but he's never, but he's never won it. That's the problem. Yeah. Look at Maradona did with Napoli. Is it a team sport or is it an individual sport? It's because, both because if you have an individual, you can still change it. Look at R9 Ronaldo with Brazil, Zidane. Before this World Cup, no one even thought of France since Platini. No one even thought of France as a favourite. Scores two goals in the final, then Champions League, then the final, the next cup. But he, when he goes off the pitch from the headbutt, they lose. But he was always changing games. 
he alone beat Brazil in the semis. Yes, it was his. You know best. why? Because he has Grenta. Grenta yeah. was yeah. goal. Yeah, he had that leadership in power. France, in France, we say that day Zidane was the Brazilian. Yeah, more Brazilian than the Brazilian yeah. himself. Yeah. But this, that's an example of a man changing a game. Maradona '86 against England. That goal, the greatest goal ever lived. You know, from one side. When he's that special, they'll change the game. So, yes, I believe it's a team sport, but Messi and Ronaldo need to provide now. They're brilliant. They have to show it now. This is where it matters, on the big stage. So, you say you bring Messi here in the one-on-one. -on -one. I wish. If you have to bring an opponent to him, who do you bring? <laughs> It'll be like embarrassing. I'll be chasing him like, you know, Rocky chases the chicken in Rocky 1. So, you coach Messi, mm. winning an opponent, you bring... Mm. Who's alive? It's got to be. Yeah. Okay. What Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Just again. for fun, just for drama. Yeah, so the Messi versus Ronaldo one-on-one -on -one here. Who yeah. will win for you? Uh, Messi. Messi? Because he don't have just Caesar, uh, Ronaldo. Sorry. He don't have skill uh, for football. Yes, Ronaldo, he's work hard for himself. He's work hard. But uh, like Messi is a legend. I said the same and you laughed at me. I said, One-on-one, on one, Messi, it looks like you can't even see the ball. Yes. In a game different, Ronaldo is fit and strong and he can run at you and he's a powerhouse. But Messi is just a trickster. Even yesterday, the game, yeah. or two days back, yeah. you saw some of the uh, runs Messi was doing. He looked great. I was impressed. Right. I think he has his chance. For me, in this particular sport, I think Ronaldo will take the advantage. If they play now, with no preparation. But we don't yeah. know because Messi is a genius. Also, for me, I wish Ronaldinho not stop uh, football. But what I can do, I, I have no control for him. But EX Sports, Potball, come on, get your checkbooks out and let's make this happen here. Yeah. I'm sure it only cost a few million. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little But bit. Who, who doesn't want to see Ronaldinho play one-on-one -on -one versus think... Zidane, for example? Or like Messi yeah. versus Ronaldo? I think. A lot of ego also. You would never see Ronaldo and Messi do it too much on the line. We do it in the metaverse, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> we can do it pretend on the computer game. <laughs> yeah, we can do, we can try. Um, and you, did you, when you were kids, did you play like this, like one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah, of course, everyone. Sometimes there were no facilities, even in the UK, in the uh, suburbs, you'd have to drive far or go on a bike, yeah. on a bus to the pitch. So against the wall, you'd have someone in goal. Whoever's the worst, you have to go in goal. And then uh, like this, you'd play against the wall or how many friends, mothers, kitchens, windows we broke from missing and yeah. smash. You know, the old, but this, I think this generation's gone in life, in my opinion. Think? I think nowadays kids like computers, they're lazy, yeah. they sit home, parents don't promote it enough. And it's scary because those days were raw talent learning on the street. I think that generation has really gone. I, I agree. Uh, uh, Before we play one and one, okay, because we don't have uh, like communication with the, no social media guys come, we will play to, uh, tonight, okay? No, just you find one friend, okay, let's play, let's play, okay? Sometimes we play without shoes, okay? Sometimes we be a little bit late from my home and my mom, she was angry. But now, like what he said, all the kids, uh, electronic. Uh, yeah. There, like a PlayStation or an, the iPad, the the mom uh, want the kids uh, play and uh, make active. No, try to 
kick him out the side of the home, but no, it's come back again to uh, screen. Yeah, it's, yeah because it's opposite, you see? Yeah, it's the same time. There is like, a, for me, a positive aspect and a negative aspect. Yeah. Because uh, the screen for me allowed me to touch more people, which is in my sport was almost impossible. We Street football is on the street. There is no platform. Yeah. Everybody go to the stadium, they buy the ticket. And in front of the, the stadium, you see one guy doing juggle. Bro, I can watch you for one minute, but I have the game. I have to see Messi. You're not going to stay. Messi is going to play, right? So the fact to put the, that part on the screen and million people can watch it allowed me to have more attention. And that's a big price. There is another price. I think it's really cool for the new generation to have all this technology is the fact they can learn faster. A sport like street football and freestyle, uh, you learn online. You watch the tricks, you copy it, which was not possible back then. You know how many tricks you learned before, like scissor, yeah. maybe flip flap, that's it. Now how many tricks you know, every you see every day on the screen, many. Right. The problem now is like how many hours they're willing to practice and to play outside by themselves. That's the problem of the new generation. So they have the knowledge, they have the technology, but there is not too much recognition to do it by yourself. It's not fashion, you need to have, like I will say people want more a follower, than to master the skills, right? Yeah. And the goal for us is to actually like mix that together. Like having people who master the skills on that kind of pitch one-on-one, -on -one, and at the same time prove it online by mm -hmm. posting those kind of videos. So to cross, do you think like the old fashioned people like us uh, who, who like practice more than 10,000 hours uh, can use technology and use it for the new generation in a good way? Yeah, of course, technology is great. It, uh, it, it takes the athlete to that much higher price. I mean, if, if you looked 15 years ago, you'll never see someone at Ronaldo Messi's age playing. But they're still as fit as the young guys. This is technology, science, nutrition. But at the same time, the hunger. That's why Brazil, Argentina, these African countries, you see them getting better. Because yeah. they're poor. Yes. Poverty gives hunger. In the West, it's different. Kids are on iPads. They don't go to sport. Yeah. The mothers doesn't want to drive them. So. That's why the Western countries are dropping a little bit the level. It's the inner cities, the ghettos. This is where the talent's made because they don't have computers. They don't have iPads, iPods. They just have talent. And to become successful for their family, they have to get in that team because they f look after maybe their whole village. So that's, that's the difference. I think you need that hunger. And I think parents are responsible to say, yeah, use technology, but monitor them. Don't let them sit like zombies once in a week or whatever and make them go to sport. In UAE, there's so many facilities the Sheikhs have built, like you have everything. Put them in schools and clubs and let them find a passion to something. Don't be, don't pressure them, but let them enjoy too, I think. Otherwise, you're going to lose that art. It's going to be like robots. Yeah, this is my, my turn now. Okay. Uh, I want you to fly with me. Okay, I will be close to the water. You have to jump from my parachute. Like you mean the skydive? No, jump without parachute to the water. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do it. But you know, my wife will not really be no, 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 okay I, with that. I, I will find another one. Yeah, you find <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's <laughs> the punchline today. Okay, uh, we cut in the, We have to cut many things today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom, okay, okay. wife. We cut. We don't know yet. Time is still. Uh, no, no. Uh, you can find me as many as you want. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> but guys, it was uh, potball. Thank you so much for my joining pleasure. us today. My pleasure, sir. Oh, Thank, you nice. Thank, Thank you, Thank um, you. If you want to see another potball episode, just click right here. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel and let me know in the comments who is the next guest. See you.